everyone. So today I'm talking about 10 steps to cope with betrayal. You know, when we think of trauma, we often think of tragic accidents, natural disasters, the death of a loved one, or a frightening diagnosis. And these situations rock us to our core. They shatter us as well as everything we've counted on. But there's another type of trauma that can rock us as well. And it happens when when those we've trusted and or were dependent upon betray us. So this is called betrayal trauma. For example, A child experiences sexual abuse from a relative. Your partner steals the company funds. Your spouse has an affair. Your best friend lied to you. These traumas may range in severity, but regardless, they all hurt because these betrayals destroy our trust. They shift our perspective. They change how we view others in the world and leave us questioning our relationships and ourselves. How do you cope with betrayal? Here are 10 steps. Number one, it's not about you. These betrayals aren't about you. Anyone who was awake and aware, connected, had even a moderate level of self-esteem, integrity, and self-love couldn't hurt a fly. As the saying goes, hurt people hurt people. By no means does this make their actions uh, excusable, but it does help you understand that you are the unfortunate recipient, not the cause. Number two, stages of grief. We know that when someone passes, there's a predict, there's the predictable stages of grief as we slowly learn to adjust to our loss. Well, betrayal involves a grieving process too, as you grieve the loss of trust, the loss of a friendship or what you originally hoped for and planned. And it takes time to so be gentle with yourself as you grieve the loss of what was. Number three, healing happens in layers and stages. When you're betrayed, you don't have a few hard days and wake up in the morning feeling great. It's a process and and often one that moves you two steps forward and one step back. So take your time, but just keep moving forward. Support. Betrayal hurts, so reach out and get the support you need. Whether that's a trusted friend or family member, a therapist, a coach, a healer, having supportive, unbiased people around you who see things from a different perspective can help. Number five, be watchful yet hopeful. Don't let a betrayal turn you into someone who's negative, bitter, and resentful. Sure, you have every right to be, and if you told your story to anyone, they'd agree. But when you stay rooted in the past, it's as if that person who hurt you now has power over your future. Take your power back. And while you're sure to be hopeful, watchful, stay hopeful. Six, watch that wall. When we're betrayed, it's so common to put a wall up around our hearts so no one can ever hurt us that way again. Sure, we're keeping out the bad guys, but we're keeping out the good guys too. It may be instinctual to keep everyone at a distance to prevent that pain from happening again, but don't deny yourself the love, the companionship, the affection you deserve. Number seven, don't bring your past into your future. When we're betrayed, it's so common to look at every new situation from the viewpoint of the past, and then we often recreate it. I call that rear view mirror thinking, where there's this huge front windshield in front of us, but we keep staring at the small rear view mirror only to create more of the same. Break that habit and create a future you love. Number eight, 
mindset. It's so easy to replay the trauma over and over in our minds as we try to make sense out of it. Be careful because when we do this too often, it starts as a thought, it becomes a belief, then a habit, then a personality trait, and eventually that's who we become. Once it's firmly rooted, it's now playing over and over and over at a subconscious level, impacting every thought, action, and decision that we make. Nine, take control of what you can. A betrayal can have us feel like our lives are completely out of control. So controlling what we can, whether that's what we eat, how we move, how we dress, the words we use, things like that can all help us feel like we're being proactive versus reactive. This gives us a sense of power and helps us heal. And number 10, forgive and set yourself free. Forgiveness is just a word till we actually have to use it. It speaks a language the logical, rational mind doesn't speak or understand. And that's why it's so hard to do. Forgiveness doesn't make it right, doesn't make it okay, or doesn't make make it that you've forgotten. Forgiveness is about you. It's about letting go of the pain the betrayal caused you so that you can heal physically, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually. Betrayal you know, it doesn't have to become your whole story. It bec- it can become a part of your story and a pivotal part of your transformation as you learn to take the pain and use it to become your most empowered and unshakable self. And I know, yes, I gave you 10 steps. It's not as simple as that. It is a process. And of course, we're here, here to help you. So um, just, this is just a sort of a 10 step checklist here of the 10 things you want to work towards, but by no means is this like, oh, okay, here's my 10 steps and and I'll do this by the end of the day. It's a process. Honor your, honor, you know, what you've gone through, honor what you've been through, but for your sake, don't stay there too long. You deserve so much better. Talk to you next time.